Time Out Talks. Inspiring, motivating, educating. Actually, none of these things. Just a bunch of people who don't know much talking about some stuff. Kia ora and welcome to another week of Time Out Talks. This week we have Rachel from The Hits joining us. Hello. Hi Rachel, how are you? Good, thank you. A cool. very special guest. I know. Guest star. I nice. feel honoured. It's nice to have you here. We value your opinions highly, so... It's good to know, you should. Of course we should. We also have Carl Pushman and Chris Schultz. Hello. How are you guys? Never been better. Amazing. (laughs) Uh, Excited. Why are you excited, Chris? Are you segwaying? I am. Oh, you've got to look for them. (laughs) Well, we've got to do them. Um, Thor. Thor. I'm all about Thor all of a sudden. I wasn't all about Thor. I was a little bit meh about Thor. Why were you meh? Because I was quite excited and I don't I don't like Marvel that much. Nothing to do with Taika uh, Waititi or um, his involvement. It's more to do with uh, superhero burnout. I, I watched Too Wonder much. Woman earlier this year. Yeah. And um, I thought this is great. I love it. I don't need to see another superhero film for a while. So I, that's like Thor is kind of the next one that's come along. Mm. And I remember I, that conversation when you said you were done. Mm. You said, I saw Wonder Woman and that's it. I'm it's done. Quite, it's, yeah. it's interesting because, yeah, I remember, you know, when I was, uh, you know, pre-teen slash teenager, which was not that long ago, there weren't that many superhero films. You know, we had like, I remember the Spider-Man trilogy and then like, I don't know, a few like years later. X-Men, I think, was like one of the first ones. Yeah, and they well. came out like every three years or so maybe. And mm. it was like quite exciting when they came out. And then I remember reading an interview a while ago with one of the Marvel heads where he said that they were aiming for one a year. And I was like, that, that is so much. And they're such huge films. And we've already there's, had Spider-Man this more year, than, right? There's more than one Marvel year. They have, it, they're getting two out. Yeah, they're getting two out a year now, it's, right? It's, it's insane. And it's this bubble will pop. I mean, they're doing a good job at keeping excitement levels up and making the films feel fresh. Like each mm. one is staying, has got a, its distinctive personality, which is quite clever. I think but, it's um, definitely gone into the stage of like parody where yeah. you had the serious, you know, proper superhero films and now they're kind of starting to parody themselves. And I think Thor hopefully is kind of along that vein. Yeah, that's why Deadpool was so good because yeah. it, it just took the mickey out of that, the, all those stereotypes. But the thing that got me back into Thor was reading some of the reviews today that said it had enough of Taika's sense of humour in it. It sounded, I mean, reading Sienna Yates interviewed, or she did a set visit and she talked to lots of the stars and stuff and in her feature she said that you could tell that Taika had had really been able to get like have an influence and it mm. wasn't kind of marvel's film it was his film as i was really was. worried about that because you know a lot of those films have very strict guidelines of what you can and can't do with those characters and in those worlds uh but from the sounds of it it is taika's film and mm. uh has you know I'd, I'd love to see his stamp on this it's, i think like, it's incredible that we're people in general I'm talking about are excited for a Thor film the Thor films previously have been pretty boring I haven't serious, even seen them I haven't seen brand. any yeah, Thor it's the film that you have the superhero ones that you haven't really been too bothered if you miss them um, so the fact that we're excited about seeing Thor is quite an achievement I think the parody thing is an interesting one because it definitely looks like this it looks very comic book and it looks very colorful and you know that even the poster is like so like different from what they've got done before like Mm. all the first few marvel films were just like male superhero female clinging to his chest and then like a few other like dotted characters around you know whereas this one is like it's really it's like a graphic designer's dream it looks like what Mm. do you you think of that 
Yeah, I mean, it's obviously they've tried to shake it up and I feel like they have hopefully succeeded in doing Mm. that. Also, I'm so excited for Kate Blanchett as a villain. I love seeing incredibly talented, successful actresses just having like heaps of fun in big budget silly films. And I'm so excited for that. Has she done this before? Was was she in one of the Indiana Jones yeah, she's probably yeah. trying to forget that I feel because yeah. <laughs> that was not a not a great one. But um, she she I don't know if any, if any of you guys have seen Hannah with uh, Saoirse Ronan. Love that film. It's yeah. fantastic. One of my favorite films of all time. Um, and I remember being so in awe of Kate Blanchett in that film because she she was a villain in that. Um, but this I don't know. This is I think it's the first time she's done like superhero. Um, and and it looks like she's really camping it up in this and like. Yeah, I'm just, I'm so excited for that. Who's got a segue? (laughs) (laughs) Come on. I really like the soundtrack to that film. It was really good. Was it? The Chemical Brothers one. Yeah, shout out to the Chemical Brothers. The soundtrack's amazing. It's your favorite film. You should remember the soundtrack. Sorry, I thought we were talking about Thor again. No, yeah, I have the soundtrack of of Hannah on my my iPod and I frequently listen to it. It's It's amazing. Well, the music in the Thor trailer was pretty good and they've definitely been a... Did we like yeah. the trailer to Thor? Mm. <laughs> I've Segway seen alert. the trailer. Seg- we need to see a siren or something. Yeah, like, <laughs> we're we're, we're going to talk about movie trailers. Do we like them? Are they ruining films for us? Let's well, ask Carl. This week we had the abs- absolutely absurd situation where the studio Lucasfilm or Disney put out the new Star Wars trailer. And then the director came out and said, don't watch the ad Don't for my it. film. Yeah. And that's, that's, if you stop and think about that, that is just an absolutely ridiculous situation. So, yeah, like trailers we shouldn't be at have that just, point. Yeah, trailer, this is supposed to make people excited and amped for your film. But if you're giving away crucial plot points, s- spoiling the hell out of your own movie, then what's the point? And mm. I've been thinking about it a lot recently, and I'm starting to think that this could be, it's a massive problem in America for movie fans, people texting on their phone, Instagramming, messaging, mucking around the movie theaters instead of watching the film, you know, only casually watching the film. So to the point where theaters are having non-cell phone bans mm. in film. We're not at that point here in New Zealand yet, thankfully. And I'm, I think the reason for that behavior is because people know what's going to happen because they've watched the trailer. Mm. So that's my pet So they theory. can tune out. Yeah. yeah. Have you also noticed how um, lots of movie trailers now will play you like a five second trailer before the trailer yeah and that i think is just so silly because like when you're watching an an ad before you if you if you're watching on youtube youtube plays an ad and then you get your five second trailer for your trailer and then you watch a trailer you just watch three ads in a row it's 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 like getting so ridiculous it's definitely insane i am one of the people who have refused to watch the new star wars trailer um because of the director's tweet about it and wait um, has any has anyone seen it i've seen it i've seen it it too i'm not a huge star wars person though so are you guys i've had a long-standing non-trailer policy for years and years oh really i don't watch any trailers it's incredible that i can do this job because (laughs) well i used to work at flicks and even there my part of my job was uploading trailers so I was uploading trailers without watching trailers. So wow. I used to. Yeah, I've been, you, you I've, been a, I've been staunch anti-trailer. For you a take long it to time. an extreme, though, right? Like you yeah. cover your eyes in a movie theater, you shut yeah. your eyes. Oh my yeah. god, seeing the and, trailers at yeah. the movie is like one of the best parts. I get no, so mad when my part. friends are late because I'm like, we have to watch the trailers. It's so exciting. <laughs> it's like missing the opening act at a concert. Right? Exactly. Yeah. I like to be as ignorant as possible when I go into a movie theater, which isn't, you know, I work hard to be as ignorant as I am. 
People think it comes easy to be ignorant. No, it takes a lot, <laughs> a lot of work. See, I've, I've seen the new Star Wars trailer. Uh, I'm quite mad that I saw it. I'm, I mean, I'm used to having things spoiled for me. I got over that a long time ago in this job. But uh, watching the new Star Wars trailer, I, I kind of felt like I didn't need to see the movie anymore. And that surely is not the point of a trailer. Yeah. Well, I went yeah. back and watched the Blade Runner 2049 trailer. And that, the second or the last one, and that just absolutely gives everything away it was mm. just ridiculous how much sure it looked cool and exciting but you've just saved yourself you know the best part of three hours if you watch that what mm. would happen though if studios started releasing trailers that were a little more teasy do you think people would stop going to their films they wouldn't be as into the films would it cost some money why are they doing this i guess because they want to show that their films are exciting and action-packed and the only way to do that is to show the exciting action-packed sequences which often give things away the yep. worst thing is when you go to a comedy film and you've seen all the best jokes yeah in the trailer that happened for me with uh, the big sick recently mm. yeah it would have been terrible the uh, i don't want to spoil any of the star wars trailer for, for you guys but then stop talking <laughs> well uh, there was no, no covering his eyes and his ears right there now. was no laura dern and that was like that's what i'm most excited for about the new star wars so i think that there still was an element of mystery i didn't quite feel like i knew the whole film but I know. Are you are you massive on Star Wars, Rachel? I'm or? I'm a huge fan, and uh, yeah, I think I just was like I I don't want to know what happens before I'm in the theater. Did you do the same with the with the Force Awakens? Um, I didn't. I really loved the first uh, Force Awakens trailer that they put out because it was just like little glimpses. Mm. Um, it didn't give away the plot, uh, and but you still got really excited about it. And I think they. Uh, for this movie, they also released a teaser, a two-minute teaser. Yeah, that's 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 pushing trailer. <laughs> it, right. It's basically a trailer. Um, they released that back in April, um, and I just rewatched it uh, just to prep for this podcast. <laughs> and um, I feel like that was enough in itself. Like that was teaser. It was you know had little glimpses like the mm. the Force Awakens trailer did, and it. it I don't know why they put out another, another one. one. Star Wars fans love that world so much. They really don't need to do it. I mean, you could just have a one shot, two minutes of uh, BB-8 in the back of a exactly. starship during yeah. a battle and see stuff going on around the fringes. And people would probably love They'd that. Suck it up. Mm. It's interesting because, it, yeah, I, I was about to say that it seems like it's all about hype, but Star Wars fans inherently... Uh, hype. Yeah, we're, everyone's already excited. We they're going to the yeah. film already, right? Yeah, yeah it's already Most, happening. I've so. seen people on Twitter, they're, they're showing off, they've already bought their tickets. Mm. So we didn't actually need this trailer at all. No. It's interesting because I, I remember... Um, Screw you, Disney! <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking about trailers, I've been thinking about trailers for a long time because I remember when the first Hunger Games was being teased um, and I was a big fan of the books and I and I remember telling all my friends like, oh, you've got to like look at this movie that's coming out. It's going to be so cool. And no one really knew what it was and they were like eh, whatever um but i remember when they they released the first teaser to the hunger games and all it was was like one shot of jennifer lawrence running mm. and firing an arrow and then like an animated mockingjay symbol and i was like they've so obviously done like a quarter of the filming of this film but they they need people hyped for this because they need it to be the next harry potter or the next mm. huge franchise and it, i mean it probably worked but I just remember being like, do we need... And the fact that there was a teaser for Star Wars in April already, like, did that seems so early. Yeah, it, well, I feel like maybe if that 
trailer had only been I don't know 30 seconds long release that back in April and then release the full two minutes now I feel like that's what they should have done rather than you know bringing out a whole plot spoiling trailer mm. yeah the fact the directors come out and said don't watch this mm. that's pretty much the end of the argument right there isn't yeah it? it's like, so it's- while we while we don't watch the trailer what are we what are we gonna do to fill our time guys Listen to all the music that there is at the moment. Okay? <laughs> Segway siren. I don't watch trailers, but I do read concert lineup announcements. <laughs> is anyone else struggling with the amount of albums that there are at the moment? Albums and concert announcements. It's uh, it's it's a it's a huge deal to take all of this in right now, mm-hmm. isn't it? Mm-hmm. You, need, you need to set aside time. Yeah, you literally need to like allocate hours of the day to 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 like listen to. I, I've started going to Tadeo Māori classes on Wednesday evenings and I take the long way. I could take a quicker bus, but I've decided to walk to the train and train instead so that I can have more album listening time. Good plan. I know. I thought so too. <laughs> what what shows are we all hyped for the most over the next few months? I'm into the Foos and Wee show. I wasn't yes. initially, but uh, Weezer. I t- One I more time, Chris. <laughs> the what show? The Foos and Wee. Oh, yeah. Good. It's a, it's a great line. I'm going to keep using it till the day I die. I do love that line. Um, We're all children. Not so much for Foo Fighters, because the new albums, it's it's okay. I'm, I'm not there. I've seen them so live so many times, it doesn't matter. But Weezer are an amazing live band, and seeing them in a stadium, uh, just it'll be amazing. I saw them at. Um, Victor Arena, what's now Spark Arena, and it was it was phenomenal. One of my favorite shows. Mm. You guys all have we heard anything Weezer's about the new fan. album yet? Who Weezer? Yeah, have they released a song or anything? A couple of songs out. Are they good? They're good. They're very good. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I'm also going to that show, and I think that was the one thing where I was like, oh yeah, Weezer, like because I, I get like I've also seen the Foos as well, and they always put on a good show. But oh, so yeah. you're more hyped for Weezer this time? Well, because I I haven't seen them live before. Is it um, is it a double bill or is it Weezer opening for Foos? Weezer opening. Okay. They build us the support, which is a great support. A lot of times there'll be there's been some pretty shocking supports recently. I can't think of any. I'm I'm going for Weezer staying for Foos. <laughs> <laughs> Good on you, Chris. <laughs> I hope you I hope that goes well for you. Um, is anyone else extremely hyped for Scissor? Scissor. I'd have liked to have gone to that, but I was not on the ball with. Ticket, yeah, yeah. tickets. Even though, even like the second out wave came through, I still, I don't know. Mm, I had the most stressful bus ride. I was, uh, I the tickets for the power station show were released at ten o'clock, <laughs> and I remember like it being ten o five, and I was like, oh my god, like I need to get tickets, and I was on the bus, and it already said none available and i was like yeah, it was like oh, holy moly yeah like three minutes apparently they sent out a press release three minutes yeah and i was so stressed but somehow i just literally just kept tapping purchase 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 purchase, purchase and it just let me through and i was like thank you to that person who must have dropped out of the queue or something right, yeah. to allow me through but now it's at logan campbell which i actually haven't been to have you guys been to logan campbell um, center years ago it's um it's not it's, great it's not the greatest place See, I was excited for Power Station because that's such a great venue, but mm. Logan Campbell. But Logan it's Campbell's a, just, it's, it's lacking in a bit of atmosphere and there's a mm. lot of kind of dingy dark corners. I've been to some hip hop shows there that have uh, not gone too well. Oh, really? Yeah. And just that Scissors album Control is just like, honestly, probably one of my top three albums this year. It's fantastic. So I'd go anywhere for her. 
it's such a it's such a it's a masterwork. There's also um, I mean, there's some big ones next month. We've got Lord, but also um, Khalid, recent oh, yeah. timeout cover star, uh, and Drake's playing two shows as well. Yeah, which were announced on quite short notice. Hey, those will be interesting. Um, and Feist is next month as well. My uh, my favorite. I interviewed Feist <laughs> about last month and hung up the phone and was like shaking with just joy. At is there how- a tear? I think there might have been a tear or two. Yeah, had to wipe what away. What is it about Feist? I've just I've loved her for a long, long time um, since I was about fifteen, um, and never seen her play. Um, yeah, and and her new album Pleasure, which came out earlier this year, just like it, another one of my top threes, probably. Um, it's fantastic, and yeah, I don't know. I've just loved her a long time, and also I. Spent some time in Toronto, which is where she is. She's from Canada, but she's also lived in Toronto a bit. Um, and she, like, we chatted on the phone about that. And that was just, like, so special to me because I was like, holy moly, like, she's twice my age, but we're having a yarn about spending time in Toronto and where she's, like, played many a time. And, you know, it's, like, as much her city as anyone else's. I don't know. It was special. Mm. Carl, what's your gig of the summer? <laughs> um... I'm quite interested. It hasn't been nothing's been announced yet, but I'm quite interested to see what Otto Festival come up with. They had that's the new one that started in just earlier this year in Woodhill Forest, and they had Underworld playing and quite a lot of sort of it was more electronic. So I'm quite interested to see what they come up with because at the time last year they did say they'd be back next year. I think it hits in February, early February. So We've I'm heard quite, promoters say that before, though. Yeah, so <coughs> Eminem <is>, Rapture. <laughs> it's by no means a guaranteed thing, but um, I believe the last one was like a success and all went smoothly and everything. I wasn't able to make it, but I really wanted to. So I'm really curious to see who they they get. I think there were a lot of logistical issues up there. They had to build a, a dam, I think, or they had some to do, kind of... Yeah, they had to do something, and you have to like sort of get buses. So it was a whole big thing, but I um, yeah, that's... That's what I would like to find out what's going on. My favourite stage, I only went to Rhythm and Vines once, but my favourite stage was that one in the trees. It was just a little stage and it was it was literally in a forest. It was mm. trees everywhere, but uh, yeah, it was great. I also want to see Human League in December. That'd be great. Who's hype for Laneway? Anyone? Yeah. Oh, you're so <laughs> sorry about it. Yeah, I mean, there's definitely acts that I'm kind of like, oh yeah, they'd be cool to see, but no one that I'm like, I no one pops. Need to, yeah. So I want to see Slow Dive. That'd be cool. I'm really looking forward to uh, Sylvian Esso. <gasps> oh, I love Sylvian Esso. I feel like that would be just magical. Yes. Um, but yeah, everyone else, I'm kind of like, they would be cool to see, but I wouldn't die if I didn't see The them. thing about Laneway is a lot of those artists will probably start making a few more waves over the next few months. Mm. Totally. That's often what happens. And uh, this, I, I feel like a next year's Laneway lineup is so much better than this year's one. Mm. We've already seen uh, Billie Eilish here and she is just phenomenal. Yeah, mm. I'm stoked cool. about Sylvan Esso as well because I, I didn't really know if they had much of a following here. Mm. Um, but then, yeah, then they got put on the Laneway bill and I was like, that's amazing. And if anything, you know, as it always is with, with Laneway, those artists will get more of a following in New Zealand because of Laneway. Mm. And I think Sylvanessa, they're kind of like folktronica style. They're going to be perfect for a, a summer festival, I think. It'll be so cool seeing them at Laneway. Mm. What's the uh, New Year's Eve one that Unknown Mortal Orchestra are playing at? What's one, it called? Wonder Garden. Yeah, that seems cool. That'll, that'll, that'll be great this year, I think. New Year's Eve, yeah. I think. Nadia like, Reed as well. 
I'd love to see you and Mark. I haven't seen them. Kid friendly. Yeah, it's Sweater. more of like a family chilled out sort of vibe, right? I, yeah, I've spoken to a few people who went last year and I, they just said it was great. Oh, nice. um, I'm, I'm definitely going to that one. Yep, I was there for about one hour. One hour? Yep. What happened? And a friend to a... Had a, a friend, oh, no. quotation marks. <laughs> few, <laughs> few too many uh, before we got there, and Oof. they suffered the consequences after about one set. But I did get to see Yumi Zuma, who I just interviewed, and they were incredible. They're a great band to see live. Especially in summer, right? Yeah, absolutely. It was a very chill, relaxed show. And yeah, the vibe was wonderful. They had everything was running so smoothly, and, you know, kids were safe and. But also that didn't impinge on people having fun and having a few drinks. It was you know, it was a really, really nice place to celebrate the new year. Yeah. So let us know where you're going for New Year's and what other gigs you're hyped for. And on that note... How, how can they do? How can people do that? They can do that by any which way they like. Adding <laughs> George Fennec on Twitter. Yeah, yeah. My prolific Twitter, if you'd like. Um, or, uh, yeah, I probably should have figured something out you can leave comments on soundcloud or send one of us an email good old email emails are great uh any last thoughts um don't watch trailers yeah don't watch trailers plan your summer music festival experience and go see thor support new zealand filmmaking in two weeks in two weeks we have to wait two weeks right uh yeah i think so at the end of october Mm -hmm. Mm. cool see you next week